Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. John Hancock, WBT, keeping you in touch. All right, I'm going I'm to change the music here for a second. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Bert Bacharach. There are a bunch of kids going by the window who think we're a music station. (laughs) They just walk by as we're playing Burt Bacharach. And I'm humming with my eyes closed. John Hancock, Charlotte's most beloved. I got to think you may you played a, a Bacharach tune out of a BT jingle at some point in your career. If you weren't around in the '70s, and I suppose what '80s or would it have uh-huh. been '60s? Or I mean, All he really was responsible for. Uh, well, for you, you can. He, he made Dion Warwick a star. Oh yeah. So you can hold that against him. <laughs> but it wasn't the Psychic Friends Network. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he had uh, one of her first. Big hits and her last number one hit. This one right here, 1986. I'm telling you, Burt Bacharach um, really wrote the soundtrack for so many people's lives. So many, uh, a couple of generations. Well, the first thing I thought of was uh, Sundance Kid, Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid. <gasps> oh, that I forgot about that film. Yeah. It was the bi- It was uh, Catherine Ross was riding the bicycle or something. Isn't that when they played that? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, there's. It, I, I was going through the catalog last night, and you know, been working in radio for a long time. A lot of these songs, you know them all, but you don't realize how many of of these songs that he touched. I mean, so many people had big hits, and they owed it to him. I mean, Fifth I, Dimension, Bobby Vinton, Blue on Blue. He wrote that. And uh, a caller uh, reminded us that he wrote uh, songs from the uh, soundtrack to the movie The Blob. Which that one was the one that really got me. He wrote Blue on Blue. Yeah, by Bobby Vinton. Am I thinking of the right song of, of what that of, is that the da ba dee da da ba da ba dee da? I don't know. Is that Blue on Blue? I may I may have lost in the translation. <laughs> yeah, I think I did too. We're about we'll find out in a moment. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Da da dee da da da. No, no, it was like oh. I'm blue da ba dee da. No, 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 no. That's not. <laughs> wait, wait. Oh no, man. No. This is No, that that's that's like a techno song that came out like like 15 years ago. Which and that And that was not Burt Bacharach is what you're telling me. I do not think so. Hang on, cuz I got both of them in here. Sorry, Burt. Sorry, Burt. Well, the, the first one you mentioned, the first one you mentioned is not the one you're talking about there. This is Bye. I could die Cause you're not here Right? This is the one you were talking about, Hancock. Now the trees are bare There's Yeah, probably. I'd have to hear the hook. Yeah. So, yes, that is not the song I was thinking about. I'm looking for the song. You th- I'll find it in a minute. But anyway. It's called Blue, though, right? Yeah, it is. Welcome to the studio, John Hancock. It's a it's a pleasure to be here. We love it when you're in here. You came into giant stacks of cookies and yeah, uh, that little girl has the weekend off. She sold her quota. <laughs> you, I, you can't even see Beth. <laughs> She's sitting behind this box of cookies. Well, I did use them to build a fort, so. <laughs> yeah. No. 
No, dude, dude, you can't turn down a Girl Scout. I know. All right, I found it. Here it is. This is one you're talking about. Yo, listen up. This is it. This is not Burt Bacharach. No? You didn't write this? Oh, yeah. Burt Bacharach, the acid years. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Eiffel 65. This is the uh, lesser-known collaboration. Back when he was writing with Frank Zappa. Yes. Yeah, I remember now. <laughs> yeah. I went for all. I think I was in the right key. Okay. <laughs> Um, that has been sampled currently with like, like a Dua Lipa song or something. I don't doubt it. Now, uh, I got a, an email this morning from Hancock, and we always trade emails on uh, heading into Friday. And the latest one that Hancock uh, sent uh, caught my attention uh, for a variety of reasons. But I'll, I'll read you what it says here. It says, uh, <laughs> it says from Hancock, is it okay to eat food in bed? Well, that's, uh, there's going to be a girl fout fest in uh, Beth's bed over the weekend. I can pretty much uh, tell you that. There'll be crumbs everywhere. So is this a thing that's popped up, a, a news story that people are actually discussing? I'm sure there must they, be a survey. They did a survey, 2,000 adults, 46% of the people said it's okay to eat food in bed. But then they get down and they say, toast, chocolate, fruit, and ice cream are some of the bed-friendly snacks. Toast? I would think toast would probably be an out because of the crumbs. I think toast would be the worst. But then they say curry, lasagna, fajitas, and stir-fry are off-limits. You don't do that stuff. I would think fajitas. That would be a bad one because you have to assemble those yourself. <laughs> but if you had like a tray and a, and, and, a, and a plate with lasagna, I feel like you could do that mess-free lasagna with a you fork. You could. You could. No. I don't eat in bed, though, but I might have to change this with the, you're right, with the cookies. I'm just going to, but I, I can't think of, unless I've been sick, I can't See, think of any time that I've eaten in bed. I do it all the time, and my it drives my wife nuts because, like, I'll, I'll go in, uh, I'll get in bed maybe 30 minutes before I'm ready to fall asleep, and I'll watch a game, and I'll get, like, some Cheez-Its in a bowl. And she hates it because I inevitably... A few drop down in, in the sheets or the pillows, and the, well, you know, yeah. the dog will find them, or, or you'll roll over at night and something you'll hear something uh, crack under your elbow, and she hates it. <laughs> so uh, it's, it's, it's a, <laughs> like a whole cheese it? Yeah, a whole cheese it. When you're eating a cheese it, and you know, one drops down between the pillows. Cause, and you don't go search for it after? Well, it? I don't realize that I did it. Oh. That's what I'm saying. She doesn't like it because I, I always end up dropping one down into the bed or the bedspread somewhere. So that would bring up our other question, Beth, and that is, is it okay to do shots while you're in bed and not know that the Cheetos oh, have fallen? That's completely different. <laughs> so that's literally eating crackers in bed. That, that goes against the... Uh... That's like the rule. You're breaking all the rules eating a cracker, a cheese at cracker in the bed. Wow, when you want to... It's my favorite snack and I want to be the most comfortable and I'm watching TV. Well, like, you do, you'd eat it on the couch, so what's the difference? Do you, are you under the covers while you eat these Cheez-Its? Uh, well, yes, I am. <laughs> what is... <laughs> <laughs> one leg is out, one leg is in. I'm just trying to get a... Do you have your footy pajamas on? <laughs> of course. Of course I do. I'm also I'm also over here, because Beth has done this to me before. Like, I I'm, I'm I keep searching this song, thinking that there's a, a Burt Bacharach uh, reference in here or something. Uh-huh. But, but I, keep, I keep typing in, uh, you know, this Eiffel 65 song from 19, I think, this is like 06, maybe even earlier than that. No, it's 1999. So but way the, earlier. But, but when you Google it, this song and Burt Bacharach, nothing comes up in common. Uh -huh. So, The reason for that poll, just oh, by the way, is Valentine's Day and people expecting breakfast in bed or not. 
So that's why they asked if it's okay to uh, have breakfast or have food in bed. Do you know, I don't think I've ever gotten breakfast in bed. Now, am I sad? Should I be sad? Yeah. Yeah, John Moore says yes. <laughs> well, nothing's, nothing says I love you like Cheez-Its in bed. <laughs> it says I love you like rolling over on a cheese. That's right. <laughs> Although the dog loves it. To go back to our earlier conversation about dogs sleeping in your bed. So the, the the dog finds it as a bonus treat in the middle of the night. She's real happy. Add that to Rolos, and uh, you got yourself a got yourself a party. That's right. All right, we'll talk uh, Super Bowl Fifty Seven with Hancock and Beth, and Zoki's in the house as well. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Did you know St. Jude has one of the largest pediatric sickle cell programs in the country? St. Jude freely shares the discoveries they make, and every child saved at St. Jude means doctors and scientists worldwide can use this knowledge to save thousands more children everywhere. Join me today in helping to fight sickle cell disease by becoming a partner in hope. Call now, 1-800-411-9898. That's 1-800-411-9898. I saw the life inside Super Bowl 57 coming up on Sunday night, 6.30. The Chiefs and the Eagles, and this is your halftime performer, Rihanna. Saying, whatever happened to Rihanna? Well... <laughs> She's a billionaire, isn't she? Yes, yeah. she is. Does have a makeup line, a shift clothing line too. But she's not. She doesn't have a, a brand new album or anything. No. Like uh, I thought, this would be the year that Taylor Swift did it. To me, it, like I can't believe she hasn't been the performer yet. And it seemed to me, new album, everything's sort of been pointing to that. But then it ends up being Rihanna, who's kind of been out of the. She hasn't a hit on the radio in a, in a in good a while. Time. How cool would a, ta- a Taylor Swift, Shania Twain halftime have been? Still could happen. And Shania's still, I mean, I, I watched her at the awards the other night with her red hair and her yeah. acting like she uh, loved every song that was being played. And I thought to myself, <laughs> you're trying too hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but she's still, a, she's still a thing. She just released a new album. Yeah. But coming to Charlotte this year, I think. Yeah. But I was talking to because uh, uh, somehow we got into talking to her about her the other day uh, with my my kids, and I was saying that when she first hit the scene, remember she had that that uh, Mutt Lang who wrote all the hits for so many like uh, Def Leppard, Def Leppard, and Brian Adams when he had those number one albums, and so she was uh, that was weren't they married? Yeah, that they they collaborated on her first album and then got married and were married through her second and third albums that were all huge huge yeah. hits. And then he cheated on her with her best friend who was also like her personal assistant. And so they got divorced. And of course, she's not friends with the the best friend anymore. And then Shania Mm -hmm. married the former best friend's husband. That's a country song in itself. It is. But if you listen to the new music, it's just missing something that 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 something that's that those old albums. Thing. Bert Bacharach wrote a lot of those songs. <laughs> <laughs> so you got Rihanna at halftime. You have Chris Stapleton singing the national anthem before the game, which I'm oh, personally I'm a big Chris Stapleton fan. Looking forward to. Yes, I'm so excited. And then there's the game itself. Oh yeah, the game. Uh, the game. Uh, and six, commercials. And the commercials. Chris Stapleton and uh, Stevie Wonder the other night on. Uh, I, I can't hear the, but the the, the collaboration of the two of them oh. on stage at the same time. 
Was it with Smokey Robinson? Uh, it was a medley. Uh, they they were not on the same song together, but it was a medley that he was part of. So so the part that had uh, that had uh, uh, Stapleton. Uh, and, and him together was separate from okay, Smokey but Robinson. Stevie Wonder and Stapleton were together, and you would think, wow. who think who thought this was yep. a, ba- a good idea? It was a great idea. It was fantastic. Yeah, I agree. It was my favorite part of the whole um, award show, or at least one of my favorite parts. So, uh, and he's interesting anyway. Mm-hmm. He, he never expected. <laughs> Was that, I think that's the best part of the Grammys the other night, that collaboration. I had an old girlfriend that drugged me to a Stevie Wonder concert in uh, Colorado University. And, yeah, I wasn't, I mean, he's legendary. I wasn't against going there per se, but I wouldn't have gone otherwise. And uh, they walked him out and the crowd went crazy and all that stuff. He opened the show with a medley of about seven or eight of his hits. Um, Four or five of which you kind of thought to yourself, oh, damn, I forgot he wrote that. I forgot he did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the best concert opening I've ever heard in my life. Uh, wow. He just had you right in the palm of his hand for the rest of the night. It was, he, he, it was fantastic. Another wow. interesting thing about the, uh, the game coming up, you know, usually the network that carries the game, in this case is Fox, uh, has an interview with the sitting president of the United States. And as of this morning, uh, Biden has not committed he hasn't said he's not going to do it, but he hasn't confirmed that he is. So I assume, I mean, in, in, in prior years, it was Bill O'Reilly uh, back in the day when he was part of the network. But I think this time around, it would probably be somebody along the lines of Shannon Bream or, or Brett Bayer. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, the, the usual traditional presidential interview uh, is not slated to happen as we speak right now. Maybe that changes between now and then, but that'll be interesting. Yeah. Because it would be, you know, this is where the Fox News and the Fox Network sort of morphs. I, you and I both used to work over at WCCB, and people would call the switchboard the same way they call the switchboard here sometimes, thinking that we are WBTV, mm-hmm. and there's a there's a difference. Uh, over there, it's even more of a, a thing where they think, oh, y'all are, y'all are the Fox News Channel. Well, right. no, 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 we're a Fox Network affiliate. That's that's. Sometimes you have the Fox Network taking Fox News Channel people for certain feeds, but it's mm-hmm. not, other than that, the same thing at all. Yeah. They, they could interview him in the middle of it. They could have O'Reilly scream, liar! <laughs> 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 or we'll take it live! <laughs> right? All right, we have, uh, so before we go uh, to Big Weekend, let's remind people of WBT Sports Director and Hall of Famer Jim Zoki's picks or pick for Super Bowl 57. Uh, Rihanna would do seven songs. Oh, that wasn't my pick. Uh, I got the Eagles winning 27-21 over Kansas City. 27-21. We haven't had a Hancock pick yet. We, don't, we did our picks. You want to wait or you want to do it now? I'll be rooting for Kansas City because I'm kind of an AFC guy. But uh, um, See, I thought Broncos are your I think it's going to be the Eagles. But as I told Jim earlier, if it's 27-24 with two minutes left and uh, Kansas City has the ball, uh, at the, uh, Kansas City will win the game. Mahomes just doesn't lose those games. Mm-hmm. Big weekend presented by Watson Insurance. There's some friends that I know living in this town, and I've come far to see them.
at the Night Theater tomorrow night. Uh, if you've never seen him, uh, it's uh, well worth uh, whatever you pay for the ticket. Charlotte Hornets at the Denver Nuggets. What's left of the uh, Hornets will uh, be out there uh, tomorrow. Picasso Landscapes out of bounds. Their opening celebration at the Mint Museum tomorrow from 10 a.m. till 6 p.m. They got all sorts of stuff going on down there. Cash bar and live music and stuff. Uncork the Charlotte Wine Festival at Discovery Place. Um, 100 wines and uh, you get into the museum after hours. Red trail, uh, rail trail lights going on, the interactive at uh, uh, the south end. Charlotte FC is uh, playing a kind of a friendly match against the uh, Charleston Battery and the Mid-Atlantic Boat Show, which I'll talk about in just a couple of seconds. And there you go. Boom shakalaka. Y'all. Big weekend presented by Watson Insurance Agency, protecting what's important since 1934. How do you pronounce this, uh, uh, Bo? Super Bowl Livy? Yeah, Livy. Livy. Yeah. Okay. A mid-Atlantic <laughs> boat show. Commercials running on the air. No H.A. Thompson. Oh, Wow. I had to come in and ask you, isn't that the one that he's done the commercials for forever? But it it was like a rite of spring in Charlotte. You heard H.A., whether he was on the air still or not, uh, you would hear H.A. doing the commercials for the Mid-Atlantic Boat Show. And now he's, he's living at the beach now, so maybe he wasn't available. But it just seems wrong to not have H.A. Thompson doing those commercials. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. I, I just... I. I... I cannot. They're inseparable. Like I, I can't think of one without the other. 
And, and in earlier days, you would say that about uh, Mantis Family Restaurant and Town and & Country Ford and some of the ones that he used to do. Yeah. Uh, but, but that one in particular, the Mid-Atlantic Boat Show. I mean, Has that, lived on and on and on yeah. and on. And even after a lot of people didn't even know who, he, who, who the voice was, those of us who do... It, it just was it was just part of the Charlotte fabric. And part of the reason why it works year after year after year is because he sounds the same year after year after year. We, yeah. we always joke that he could jump in here and do the next shift, and he could. He and Bill Walker still have greatest voices ever. Mm-hmm. No argument here. You know that. I, yeah. I, uh, yeah. I think the two of you have pretty great voices. I think John has a great voice. Um, I speak on the radio, and H.A. Uh, Thompson is just the guy. Well, I don't think anybody necessarily likes their own voice, but no. I went to uh, Ty Boyd's Brett memorial service, and Bill Walker <laughs> came up and, and said hi to me and talked to me. And as I'm listening to Bill Walker, I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, because Bill Walker just has a great voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, was, yeah, I, I said, uh, I don't know if you heard me, I said, Brett Jensen likes his own voice. Does I know this to be true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I pick on Brett because Brett's one of my good buddies. But, but, but he would laugh if he was sitting here right now. Uh, he's actually he's out west. He's going to the Super Bowl and he's going to uh, he's the at waste the golf management. tournament. Yep, yeah. going to the waste management open. Is that what it's called? The waste management open. It used yeah. to be called not the waste management open. I forgot now. The Thunderbird. Well, no, you were correct. It used to be called Not the Waste Man. I, I don't give a crap closed. <laughs> hey, uh, real quick, before we go to uh, traffic, uh, people wondering, is it going to snow on Sunday? Uh, we talked to uh, Jeff Marr from the Weather Channel. Yeah, I think we're going to see possibly a little bit of snow mixed with rain. It's going to be early on Sunday morning. I don't think we're going to have much accumulation, though, because temperatures are so mild today. We'll be into the 60s for a high and still into the 50s tomorrow. But we may see a little bit of light dusting, mainly on the grassy surfaces as we head into Sunday morning. But different story up in the mountains. That's where we probably will have a winter storm watch issued some point today. Uh, it could pick up maybe three to five or six inches of snow as you get higher up in elevation. Well, that's kind of exciting for our uh, snow resorts and the ski slopes in the mountains of North Carolina. Yeah, it's been a uh, hard to come by as far as snowfall this season. So Mother Nature hopefully uh, helping that out as we head from late Saturday night into Sunday morning. This is all going to be caused by an area of low pressure that will move from the northern part of the Gulf of Mexico up off the coast of the Carolinas as we wrap up the weekend. So it'll be drawing up a whole lot of moisture. So a lot of rain headed in, especially as we make our way from tomorrow night into early on Sunday. And that's the time frame early Sunday morning where it may get cold enough. Temperatures probably down in the mid-30s for a little bit of snow to mix in with that rain. So is this just, uh, oh, hey, there's some snow to look at or you know this is uh, not the the monday through friday friday commute but it is the church crowd going uh you know out in the roads on sunday morning uh, what should uh, we worry about or, or not worry about with road conditions yeah i think we'll be okay on road conditions mainly uh, a cold rain falling a little bit of snow may mix in with that and if we get a uh, a warm layer nosing in we may have a brief period of sleep but for the most part a cold rain may be mixed with a few snowflakes now across the foothills we could get maybe a dusting to a half inch or inch of snow and uh, as you get up into the mountains, that's where the biggest impacts will be. And we mentioned the winds. Those will certainly be a factor here locally as well as we head from Saturday night into Sunday, this area of low pressure resulting in wind gusts out of the northeast potentially near 30 or 40 miles per hour. So if you're planning on uh, getting some uh, treats for the Super Bowl on Sunday or maybe some early Valentine's Day shopping, today is your best bet. Mild weather with 60s and scattered showers. It gets windy and a little bit cooler tomorrow, but the uh, worst of the weather as far as the cold air and the gusty winds from Saturday night into Sunday. 
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Hey fam, I'm asking for your support. Help us raise money for St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. Families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food so they can focus on helping their child live. By pledging just $19 a month, you're helping St. Jude give every child with cancer a chance. Help St. Jude save lives. Call 1-800-411-9898. That's 1-800-411-9898 and become a partner in hope today. Another Burt Bacharach production right here. See, I didn't realize this. I didn't either until you told me about it. Yeah, I mean, you it just... And the Carpenters. I mean, you could go all the way down, but uh, dead at the age of 94 yesterday. John Hancock, Bo Thompson, Beth Troutman in the house on a Friday morning final stretch. It's our uh, it's our final segment of the week. It has been a week. Oh, has it ever been a week? I feel like this whole week is going to be the the best of podcast this this weekend. Well, and this time one week ago, we were talking about what is this Chinese balloon flying over Montana, right? Just a it's just a weather balloon that was a little off course, just like the last twelve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that we did or did not know about, right? And now, of course, over the weekend, uh, the balloon was shot down just off of Surfside Beach. You know, John, we were talking about H.A. A. Thompson a few minutes ago. H.A. Mm-hmm. Uh, a. Thompson now lives down at Myrtle Beach. H.A. Thompson has become, well, he's made some friends since he's been down at Myrtle Beach. John Hancock's in the studio today. Uh, what do you think, Beth? you think we need to uh, initiate him into our show one particular way? I, I Absolutely, and I think that he's about to become best buds with this fella. Here we go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, through the power of radio and the technology that is more sophisticated than a Chinese weather balloon, <laughs> we take you to the Grand Strand, North Myrtle Beach, and Wayne Troutman. I love Waniac, good morning to you, good sir. Good morning. Good morning. How's everyone in that studio this morning? We're fantastic, Dad. Um, meet John Hancock. I think the two of you are going to be fast friends. Hello, good sir. Meet John Hancock. I've, I think I have uh, sent you that text several times. But, but yeah, I'm looking forward to this. And by the way, HA, uh, if you haven't looked at it, actually posted pictures of the pier that was damaged the last hurricane and the rebuilding that's going on. So if you'll look at HA's Facebook page, you'll see some pictures of that. <laughs> the, Cherry, the Cherry Grove Pier, right? Yeah. Yes, Cherry yeah. Grove Pier. So basically, if you want to know the pulse of uh, the Grand Strand, North Myrtle Beach, greater Cherry Grove area, just you know, go back and forth between uh, Wayne Troutman and H.A. Thompson's mm. feed, and you'll know, right? Mm-hmm. But there are actually developments. Uh, I, I wanted to, I mean, this is a perfect excuse to uh, to link up uh, the Waniac with Charlotte's most beloved here, but there actually is news, Beth, to uh, to get from your dad. Well, yeah, and this, this comes from your Facebook page, Dad, that you then uh, forwarded me. You had photos from yesterday. There was a lot of activity on the beach there at North Myrtle Beach with uh, the military trying to retrieve the bits and pieces of this balloon. Well, it was a little deeper than that, Beth. I saw the boat going up uh, off the shore, probably half a mile out at pretty high speeds, 
and it was one of their uh, open boats. It wasn't a big one anyway. So I got in the car, and I went north, and I got up there. They landed in Cherry Grove, <laughs> up on the beach, and the pictures I, you see. But they went from there to Bullinose. Now, you're familiar with Bullinose. Bullinose is an IGA affiliate store that's two stories high. It has so much everything from groceries to fishing gear to clothes. But they went to Bullinose for supplies yesterday. <laughs> ah, see, see, now, if you go to Wrightsville Beach, I, I'm, I'm assuming this is akin to Reddix, mm-hmm. which is a store down there that I always go mm-hmm. to. But every beach has uh, a store like this. And, and when I was talking to you the other day, Waniac, I was saying, do you see a lot of government detail? Do you see a lot of, uh, you know, official people down there? And you said uh, a little bit, but not so much. And now these, these latest pictures sounds to me or looks to me like it's, uh, it's changed a good bit since we last talk to you as far as as uh, the government uh, officials and and vehicles and and, and fact finding collection devices uh, over the last few days oh yes uh, there's definitely a uh, larger presence on land than it was the first few days where most of the presence was out in the in the ocean uh, they're they're working their way in and and yeah they've been in a couple times and and scoured the uh, coast for parts and stuff, but I think as they've come to where they realize they've got to do some deep sea diving to find the rest of this gear, they're going to be here a while. You can still, it's foggy this morning, you can't see their location this morning, but at night you can still see the lights and where they are off coast, and I expect they're going to be there for a while. So the photo that you sent me, Dad, I want to describe it to our listeners, it's one of those um, airboats that has the two huge fans on the back. I mean, I, I'm imagining the kind of boats that you see go across the Everglades that have like the big the float floaty on the bottom of them, mm-hmm. but this is the military version of that with two giant fans, the f- inflated floaty thing on the bottom. I'm so not sounding like official <laughs> military, am I? Like floaty, but it, 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 and then it opens up and it's sitting on the beach at North Myrtle Beach. It's almost, um, it's almost scary looking. It is, it is definitely grounded, but the the way that boat operates, they can take it up into dry land uh, as long as they stay near the water. And they, it's amazing. But they came to ashore this time not to gather supplies. I mean, to gather balloon, but to gather supplies. And now they must have looked, done their research. A bullinose is well known. <laughs> a number of the restaurants here go every morning to get their fresh ground meat to make their hamburgers with up there. And so I guess they were going to be making hamburgers, and they came in to get some fresh meat. Or they were going to stop at, um, uh, what's the Spanish Galleon? <laughs> oh, yeah, Spanish Galleon. Oh, they were, they were about two miles uh, north of that. Oh, but the place uh, where they landed is just south of the pier. Uh, the pier is at 34th, and they landed probably second or third. And boy, those are only 100 yards from the beach. Wow. And they had no problem. They didn't need transportation to get their supplies and get them back. But, yeah, it was interesting. Well, I saw that boat go flying by. I mean, it was going at high speed. I, I just said, well, they've got to be doing something important. Let's follow them. I love that you hopped in your car and followed the boat. <laughs> that's, 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 that's the Waniac way of doing things. <laughs> I, I learned that from Beth Troutman. <laughs> I was just thinking that maybe it was the other way around. That's where you got your, in, your investigative instincts. That's exactly right. I, I, learned it from, I learned it from watching you, Dad. <laughs> oh, Lord. You can tell the government oh. workers down there because they have the dark suits on and then Speedos. Well, I I told you all this the other day, but they keep saying that they may not be able to uh, to reclaim all of the the stuff that came out of the 
of the balloon because of the weather. They may not get it all. And mm-hmm. I say, well, oh, they absolutely will. It's just like it'll be three or four years down the road. You'll think that they didn't get all the remnants, and then you'll realize it's on the sail rack at the wings. At beside, wings. Beside the hermit crabs, <laughs> right? Well, let me tell you that. When you see the weather at the beach, whatever's on the weather forecast, don't believe it. Oh, yeah? I mean, I have played days where it said 100% chance of rain, play golf, and you can get a drop. Oh. So... Right now, it's beautiful outside. Sunshine, they're calling for rain this afternoon. If it's 50% or less, it's probably not going to rain at all. So basically, sure they're not used to dealing with they're used to dealing with government weather, not North Myrtle Beach weather. We think TWC stands for the Weather Channel. It actually should stand yeah. for the Waniac Channel. The Waniac Channel. <laughs> That's good, though. That's good. Well, look, uh, this has been quite a week, and what a way to cap it! Talking to the Waniac for the second time this week, and more importantly, the first time John Hancock's had a chance to talk to him. Well, good. I'm, Hancock, I'm gonna I'm gonna visit next time I come down. You better. He will be mad if you don't. No, I do. I want to see the store. You you need to get down this way. I'm going to have to come up there. You know, the road goes both ways. That's right. We'll meet in the middle in like, uh, what, like Lumberton or uh, Rockingham? Rockingham. Rockingham. There you go. All right, Waniac, have a great weekend. Awesome, Dawson. Thank you. Yes, sir. Good to meet you, John. And nice to meet you, sir. All right. Off we go. Hancock, thank you. Everybody, See ya. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Beth will be back Tuesday. I'll be back Monday right here on Good Morning, BT. Oh, baby, give us a chance. Don't let the small town rumors end our first real romance.